0: by emailing us at info at com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give.
1: Love you, bro. Sorry, he knocked my microphone off there for a second. How's everybody doing this morning, huh? Like, okay. <laughs> That was weak. Let's try that again. How's everybody doing this morning? There we go. Hey, let's give Jesus the praise this morning. Come on. You can do better than that, church. Come on. Let's give Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the praise this morning, right? Man, it's so good to be here this morning. See all your smiling faces. Some, some of you aren't smiling quite yet. You will be before too long, right? Hey, look at the person sitting next to you. Say, man, I'm so glad you came to church this morning. Hey, hey, look at your second option. You know, say, look at them, say, it looks like you could use a little church, my friend, all right? You can use a little church. Just just saying. Man, it is good to be back home. I was telling the first service this morning, I was talking to somebody, I said, I kind of feel like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. You know, there's no place like home. And I'm clicking my feet, and I did it for two years. And finally, I'm here, you know what I mean? But uh, maybe it was just, I didn't have the right shoes on, I don't know, but uh, it's just, it's great to be home. Um, As Pastor Jeff said, um, for those of you that don't know me, because I'm looking around this room, and I'm like, holy smokes, there's some of you I don't know, and and way back there, my vision has gotten real bad, so hide way back there, okay? We're good, good to see y'all. But, um, you know, I look around this room, I'm like, man, there's some faces I I just don't know, and so uh, just tell you a little bit about me, some of you, this will be no surprise, okay? But um, um, I, I'm married uh, to uh, my beautiful wife, Heather, uh, and we'll be like 22, 23 years this year. Yeah, come on, give it up for Heather. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's actually supposed to have been here with me today, and uh, we had a little emergency happen where uh, she, her and I had to go back to Florida for a, for a few days, so it's all good. But uh, I do have my oldest daughter. Her name is Taylor. Um, and, and actually she'll be joining us next week, her and her fiance, yeah, that's right, I'm getting, uh, sorry about it, guys, sorry, you had many years, you missed out, okay? She's getting married now, but, uh, no, um, uh, but she's getting married, her and her fiance will actually be here next week, and so excited about that. We've got a, a freshman boy, his name is Ty, he stands about this tall now, I'm not lying, he's pretty tall, and I, I, there's just something about, I wish I'd ever had that problem, right, for all you vertically challenged people out there. You know, I'm like, I, anyways, I just look at them I'm like, whatever, you know? And then, uh, and then our little joy ball, who thinks she owns this place, is Tatum. She's nine years old. And I'm telling you, she'll run around here. And uh, again, so if you just see a little, it's probably my girl and I'm sorry, okay? But she just loves it here. Um, you know, some things about me that's been said about me is that um, I'm a little passionate some people mistake it for being aggressive. Sorry. All right. Uh, it's not aggressive. It's just passion. Uh, about I can get a little loud, right? And, and, and so, it, it, you know, if I get a little loud this morning or a little passionate this morning, just know it's because I just love you, okay? And, and I'm passionate for you. I, I, I love people. I love getting the chance to talk with people and, and walk with them on this journey called life, uh, and, and, and really giving out next steps where, what, what's the Lord doing in your life? And, 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 and it's just a passion of mine. Uh, sometimes my passion, you'll see it if you ever see me driving down the road. Um, anybody, I mean, listen, for those of you, the right lane is for the slow people. Amen. Come on, what was that? Come on. Amen. Amen. Yeah, where, where are my people at? Like, Get out of my way! You know, it's the full-on, full palm on the horn. Honk, you're in my, you know, and Heather Heather be looking at me like, they might go to our church, stop that. I'm like, that's good, they might need to get saved again. You know what I mean? Um, and so this morning, if that full-on high of it, it's just, y'all, I want to encourage you that God has more for you. Amen? God has more for you. Say it with me. Say, God has more for you. you. Now say it like you mean it, like God has more for you. you. He does. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, I promise you God has more for you. He he does. Some of y'all aren't believing it yet. So you might have to do that little slap in the back of the head real quick just to make sure somebody's paying attention. Hold on, hold on. There's a lot of wives hitting their husbands right now in the back of the head. He has more for you. And uh, and so I, I am passionate about, I don't know why I even take notes, to be honest with you. I'm, not, I'm so far already off my notes. I don't even, because it's here, right? And so can I just share with you? Can I just be real with y'all this morning? Um, I, 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 God has more for you. But before we get into that, I, w- I wanna take a moment um, to honor our pastor and his wife, Melissa. Amen. Guys, yeah, come on. <clears throat> pastor Jeff, Melissa, I mean, they're, they're family to me. They, uh, we, we've just we've been through life together, haven't we, y'all? It's been a lot of fun, but we are, we are blessed as a church to have them leading us. And I just wanna say thank you for all you do. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for just who you are. Thank you for loving us. The way you do okay, one more time church let's give it up for for them right come on sweet all right and then I've got one more favor from you, and then we're gonna dive into the word all right I actually God has blessed me over these past few years with some friends that have been with me on this journey uh and it's back in Florida and I know y'all look at me like you left the beach to come here back home you must be crazy And I'll get into that a little bit later, but I do have some friends joining us online today that I can tell you that I'm not who I am standing here in front of you if it hadn't been for them. And so I look at this camera right here and I'm gonna just say thank you. Can y'all give it up for my, I mean, these are people that just near and dear to me. Thank you for all you did. But Y'all, it is good to be home. I can tell you that um, two years ago, uh, three years ago, actually, I was. Uh, it was the beginning of January of 2020, and, and y'all, 2020 was crazy, right? I mean, we went through COVID. There, there's just all this junk that happened in our lives, right? And man, I woke up. I, I had preached the last Jan or the last message in December, and then January rolled around. And I'd, I've always just prayed, and I, I usually start off the, the year with in 21 days of prayer and fasting, and and during my time in prayer and fasting, during that, that January of 20, the Lord put a word on my heart. And, and, and he gave me this verse, and it's Isaiah 43:19. He says, See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And man, I was like, awesome! Because y'all, if you know where I was in 20, man, like, I, I, I was living my best life. I, I, I was on staff here. I was, I mean, just getting to minister to some of your kids. And by the way, I don't know what you're feeding your kids right now, but my goodness, some of them I don't even recognize. One of them came and tackled me this morning. I was like, holy smokes, man, it's crazy. But, but I was living my best life. To the point where, I mean, you know, getting to do, you know, the volleyball broadcast, come on somebody, the, the football broadcast. I mean, I, listen, I was having fun. I couldn't imagine my life getting any better. And God says, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. I'm like, Woohoo, I can't wait to see it. And then as the year began to unfold, He began to say, Hey, I'm about to move you. And I was like, "No, you ain't." Where are my people in here who's, who's had an argument with God? Like Mm-mm, anybody? I mean, am I just the only one? I'm just okay. Good. There's a few. That's good. I looked at God. Mm-mm, I ain't going. He's like, "No, no, no. I've, I've got something for you. I'm going to move you from here to the beach." Now, listen. Let me tell you why that's funny to me. All right. Some of y'all are already laughing. It's funny to me because I hate the beach. Sand gets all in places that you don't need sand to get in at the beach. I hate the water, and I hate seafood. Now, I know, look, I know that I've got a you know, figure here. I mean, listen, you guys on the front row, there's been a lot of pressure on this, this button here. That's why I unbuttoned it. I didn't want to. <laughs> I, I, I've got the spiritual gift of eating, okay? Come on, somebody, all right? Anybody else have that problem? Yeah, come on, where are you at, all right? And, 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 and so, you know, everybody's like, oh, you get all the seafood? I'm like, yeah, I hate it. And I'm like, so I felt, I felt like it was like the Lord was like uh, punishing me for something, you know? For everybody else, it's paradise. And Paxton's sitting there like, ah, you lucky guy. We need a church at the beach. That's what we need. Tcab Church at Beach. You know. <laughs> look at. I me mean, look. The anointing is falling on him right now. <laughs> and man, I just, I was like, no way, this is terrible. And I looked, I just looked at the Lord, and I was, like, I, I just praying. I'm like, God, no, I don't want to go. I remember sitting back here in the kids area praying. And when the Lord really just began showing me, that was, that was about July of 20, really that I, things started becoming, getting, getting real and stuff. And, and I spent four different seasons um, in, in 21 days of prayer and fasting in 20. Because like, listen, if I'm picking up my family and moving, it's better to be a God thing and not a Mark thing, right? And, and, and I, I, I remember sitting back there one morning and told God, I said, why would you do this to me? I, I can't imagine my life being any better, any better, God. Why would you ask me to leave the people I love, everything that I love, the students? Why would you do this to me? And he said, just trust me. You see, the Proverbs says this in Proverbs 19, it says, many are the plans in a person's heart but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Proverbs 16.3 says, if you'll commit to the Lord whatever you do, he will establish your plans. I wanted my plan. And I'm just being real with y'all. Is that okay? I mean, it's okay to be real this morning, right? Because I, I, I wanted my plan to work out. God, Don't take this away from me. This is what I love. These are people that I love. (laughs) And then in Proverbs 3, you all know this. says, trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. Lean not on your, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your, your path. And in my prayer time, the Lord said, man, that sounds really good coming off your lips, Mark. So poetic. Oh, you can preach that. Just sounds so good. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. I could, let's go, let's go, right? And he said, but you ain't living that. And I'm asking you to trust me in this process. And so September rolled around of that year and probably one of the hardest days of my life. I had to step into that man's office and tell him that I was leaving. And if y'all had just seen the look on his face when I said it, because we never had a conversation like that before, you know. It was, it was hard and I'm in tears and stuff. And, and I left, not knowing what was coming, really arguing. I mean, I spent the first six months in, in Florida, y'all. I, I was not doing good. I was still fighting with the Lord on it. And what's funny is I, that, that same day that I, I, I go tell him that I'm leaving, I get here that afternoon and Paxton's in the office and we're sitting there talking. He's like, man, this is terrible. Can y'all just hear Paxton saying that? This is terrible. He said, but I can't help but think that God's got something more for you there. Something greater than you can even imagine. And I remember going through that season, and, and a couple of dear friends of mine. are sitting over here in this area right here. Last name Schultz, just so you know, if you don't know. And as I began just talking with them about this, we'd be going, broadcasting volleyball games and basketball games, just having the time of our life, and. And, and, and Justin looked at me and he said, hey, Mark, it'll be the greatest decision you ever made. And I was like, but can I tell you something? You were right. Paxton, you were right. Because the man standing before you today is completely different than the man that was here two years ago. And I wanna share that with you this morning because I know that God's got something more for you. I know it because I just walked through a season of having to trust him, of having to be obedient, even when I didn't want to be. And what God has done in my life is nothing short of a miracle. There are things that I had Struggled with, just insecurities that I dealt with. Um, and really, just my relationship with him at, to begin with, right? And so my question to you this morning is, is I've got several questions. And, and like I said, I'm not trying to meddle in your business. This is me full on honking the horn at just saying, listen up. Get real with yourself right now. How is your relationship with God doing? Where are you at? Are you are you flourishing? Or are you just surviving? Are you growing? Or are you stagnant? Has your relationship with God become something that's, check, I went to church this week, got that out of the way. Because what I can tell you is a couple years ago, I felt like I'd become really good at being a a a, a full-time pastor, studying so I could bring you a word or your kids a word, but living the life of a part-time Christian where I was not taking care of my own relationship with the Father. And what God had to do to get my attention was like he had to pull me out of my comfort zone, put me in a place that some of you would call paradise, I call it hell. Sorry, friends in Florida, if you're listening. I'm so, I loved it there, okay? But I love my friends there. But I just, I was not happy there at all, man. It was just as far as my heart ached for this place, right? But God had to pull me out of my comfort zone. And, 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 and I heard somebody tell me, he says, you'll never fulfill your calling living in your comfort zone. God's got more for you. Something greater than you can even imagine. And so, as we um, begin this journey, I, I, the last um, message, or the last service I attended here was the Christmas Eve service of 20. Got to read the Christmas story. Love, 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 love that. And um, I left right after that, right after our last uh, service that night. Drove through the night, got to Florida Christmas Day to spend Christmas Day with my family, and then in January we um, started. We, we I knew what church we was going to go to because we always visited there whenever we was there visiting our in laws and stuff. But um, they had this thing called a small group expo. Now, for you that don't understand, what is a small group expo? It's, it's, In the business world, you ever been to an expo, you just go around to different booths and you see different things. Well, that's exactly what this was. This is a small group expo and it had all of their small groups listed and you can go and see what the small group's about. And and, and just so you know, we will be doing that here beginning in the fall. Uh, And I I can't wait. Where's all my small group leaders that? Can you raise your hand real quick? Like, thank you for leading a small group. Thank you for doing what you do because we need you. Life is better when it's done together. And, and, and to take a, a big congregation and, and bring it in small, that's why we encourage you to be in small groups because it'll change your life, I promise you. But I remember we was doing that and in this, uh, th- th- I was going through it and I saw this group and I thought, well, that looks familiar. And what happened was, is I had downloaded some curricular curriculum, I'm sorry, on my computer about four years ago while I was here. And I'd read all about it. And I was, I was like, man, this is good stuff. And then and it says, it ends in a two-day conference. <laughs> and I, well, I don't know how to do a conference. I don't think any, I, I mean, well, I, forget that. I, I'm just, we're not gonna do that. And so I just put it aside. And so when I got there and I saw this small group, uh, I was like, I'm doing this. And it was a freedom small group. It was uh, Yeah, there you go. He said, life as you know it may never be the same. I was like, we're doing it. So I jumped in one, Heather jumped in small group, same one, or not the same group, but different group. But she did it with a bunch of ladies. I did it with a bunch of guys. And I'm gonna tell you what, it was through this, that God began the healing process right here. He began to take all of my hurts, habits, and hangups to pull those things that I had, you know, kind of suppressed, all my insecurities that I'd kept down. He, he just began to bring them out. And one by one, just begin to say, hey, Mark, you've believed a lie here. Let me show you what my word says about that. Hey, Mark, You've you've believed that I'm, I'm against you and I'm not for you. You believe that you have to earn my love and that you have to work hard to impress me. You don't. In fact, Mark, there's not a single thing that you can do or say that's gonna make me love you any more than I love you right now. And uh, for what God did in my life through this and through the men that were in that group, I'll be forever grateful for it. As a matter of fact, all the pain that I've experienced leaving this place, going back that way and, and, and going through, I would do it all over again just so I could experience that. And not only that, so (laughs) here I am, I'm I'm going through it and man, I'm telling you, God is just dealing with me. He's working with me and not knowing this whole time that my wife, Heather, is going through it as well. And and I knew she was going through it, but I didn't know what he was doing in her life. And at the end of this small group, it ends in that two-day conference. We're on our way to the conference and Heather looks at me, She says, I gotta tell you something. Let me share with you everything that God's been doing in my life. I'm like, okay. And I literally had to pull the truck over on the side of the road because I was absolutely blown away by what God had done to my wife. Like I looked at, I would call Jeff, I'd be like, bro, I'm married to a different woman. And he would say, well, what happened to Heather? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm still married to Heather. Heather. She's just different. God has done something crazy in her life. Like I'm telling you guys, I would hug her and I would hold her and she was lighter because God had all these things, insecurities and things that she had believed her whole life. God had brought them out, boom, boom, and just set her free. And the Bible says, he who the son sets free is what? Free indeed, amen? Amen. And so it's through this that God began to just really show me a lot of things, right? And I can tell you, we came home Thanksgiving of 2021 for my dad's retirement, and um, and when we got here, um, we got to go eat dinner with, with the ponders. It's a taco Tuesday. If you ever want to know where they're at on Tuesday night, just go to Roses on Sanse, 530. I promise you they'll there, okay? Because they, they're creatures of habit. They just, that's what they do. But we went and we just showed up and we, we, we had dinner with them and they got to talking to Heather and they're like, oh my goodness, what in Jeff? You should, Jeff looked at me like, what is that? I was like, that's my wife, Heather. I want to introduce you to her, you know what I mean? And he's like, no, like what in the world? I'm like, I told you, I told you. And so, I'm, I'm telling you, it was, God had, has done just something incredible in our lives, and we're looking forward to bringing this to you. We're looking forward, in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting today with a, a group that's gonna help me launch this. And I can't wait when we launch this for you, because I promise you, I don't care where you are on your walk with the Lord, I don't care, I mean, you could be brand new to the church, This will be your very first time to walk into a church. You're just kicking the tires of what Christianity is all about. I want to tell you that God's got something for you. He's got more for you. You could be following the Lord your whole life and think, man, I've got this figured out. But if you will approach him in the right, right way, I promise you he'll change your life forever. Amen. So I can't wait. Be looking for these groups. We're gonna gonna launch them um, probably in the fall. It's gonna be great. Like I said, we're gonna get a launch team together and get it going. So I'm excited about that. But um, I remember the Lord, through this process, began. For those of you that don't know me, my whole life I've wanted to be in ministry. I can tell you, I went to church camp uh, in between my junior and senior year and I knew, like, I had an encounter with the Lord at that camp, and I I remember, like, God was, like, I'm, I've am i got a calling on your life. I'm gonna pull you into ministry. I want you to go into ministry, I'm, like, awesome, man. I was, I was jacked up, man. I got home, and I'm, like, whoa, dad, you're not gonna believe this, man. I know exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go, I know where I'm gonna go to college. I'm so excited about this, and he's, like, oh, yeah, what's that, Mark? I'm, like, man, I'm gonna be in the ministry. I'm gonna be a youth pastor. I'm gonna be a pastor. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm gonna reach people. And I was pumped. And my dad looked at me and he's like, I'll never support you in that. And I was like, well, you're talking about like being on the highest of highs and all of a sudden somebody, you know, kicking your legs off underneath you. I was like, wow. Why? And he's like, well, because you can never make any money of being a pastor. You know, and I'm not gonna waste my money on you being a pastor. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, then I guess I'll go chase money. And for years, I chased money. And then what was it? Ten years ago, I I I, I come on, like I'd been serving on churches my whole life. You know, okay, that's where I'll work and I'll just serve. You know, by vocational stuff. You know, whatever, do it for free. You know. And then Pastor Jeff comes to me ten years ago. You you like kids? And I'm like, I love kids. Like I love them. You know. And he's like, well, come be my kids, pastor. And I'm like, okay, awesome. And then I got a paycheck and I'm like, you're actually paying me for this? This is incredible, you know? And it was, what, about a year and a half later or a year later, I don't know, then I I, I started doing the youth full-time. I was like, what? Like full-time? This is awesome, you know? So I'd always, it was a dream of mine to be in ministry and getting to do what we do. Like, I don't take this the wrong way, but I feel like I don't even work because I love it so much, right? Thank you for the check, but I mean, seriously, I just, you know, I love this. And so when God had asked me to leave this, I thought, no way. I'm finally living my dream. I'm finally doing what you called me to do, God. And you want me to leave? No. He's like, trust me. See, I brought two rubber bands up here because I thought I might've busted one in the first one. So let me get, get them untangled here. But I started looking at this and he's like, Mark, you see this area in here? That's your capacity. And for some of you, this is what, Your walk with the Lord looks like right now. You're just right here. You're, okay, cool. Like I said, went to church, got it. But what the Lord's wanting to do, he's wanting to say, hey, if you'll allow me, I'll fill you with more. If you will allow me, I'll take you to places far greater than you ever thought about going. Or you can just sit here like this. But if you'll trust me, I promise you, you're gonna do bigger and better things than you ever thought. you were eager to think or imagine, right? You increase your capacity. And this morning I just wanna ask you those questions one more time. How is your relationship with the Lord? Is your relationship growing? Or is it stagnant? Are you flourishing? Or are you just surviving? No matter where you are, God has more. Are you living in the fullness of all that God wants for you? Or has it just become routine? I remember taking a group of students to camp and um, one of the speakers, and, and I was with a group of students who had just graduated high school, and one of the speakers had gotten up and speaking to this, 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 this age group and said, six out of 10 of you, by the time that you graduate college within the next four years, six out of 10 of you will completely walk away from your faith. How I many of y'all know the world's out to get our kids, right? We, we gotta do better. That bothered me as a youth pastor. I'm like, not my kids. Oh, how can we do better? 60% I, and so we got in a circle, and as a small group, probably about 13, 14 students. And I just asked them, I'm like, why? Why is it that within the next four years, six out of 10 of you sitting in this circle will completely walk away from God? got real quiet and there's a young lady sitting there and and she says no one has ever challenged me to make my walk with the Lord personal no one's ever told me there's more and a young man chimed in and he said yeah Mark going to church for my family it's a checklist item Nothing more, nothing less. Matter of fact, our family is complete chaos all week long. But when we get to church, hey, God bless you. God bless you. And and I told myself that day, I'll never, ever, as long as I have an opportunity to speak, Never miss the opportunity to challenge you. God has more for you. He wants to do something far greater than you can ever think or imagine. I want to challenge you this morning. No matter where you are, Make this the year that you say, God, I'm chasing you with everything I have. I'm going to give you everything that I have, that I am. All these gifts that you've given me, I'm going to use them to impact your kingdom. You see, we around here we like to, we, we like to say that um, we want you to know God, and not know him but i'm talking know him we want you to find freedom we want you to discover your purpose there's two questions that people ask on this world uh, in this world who am i and why am i here who am i and why am i here we want to help you discover why you're here and lastly, we want you to make a difference. Each and every one of you has a gifting inside of you. And the fact is, is we need you. The church at Bushland needs you. You have what we need. The problem is that you can't make a difference if you don't know why you're here if you don't know who you are, if you don't know your purpose. And you really can't discover your purpose until you've been set free from all this stuff that's held you in captivity and bondage until you've experienced freedom. (laughs) And the thing is, is you can't find freedom until you know the one and set you free. Amen. We stand with me this morning, church? We want you to know God. He wants to increase your capacity. And if you're not experiencing the fullness of all that God has for you, Honk, honk, honk. What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? Get in the fast lane. Chase after him with everything you have. He has more for you. Go. Let's go. It's time to give him everything that we have. It's time to go all in and quit dipping your toe in the water. Let's go. Well, how do we do that? Pastor Mark, how do we do that? Uh, Three things. Start your day out like this. Because I promise you, if you'll do it this way, that'll be just the beginning. And you're gonna be on on your path to, to... to fulfilling all that God has for you, to walking in a new capacity of life. Spend the first five minutes of your day reading his word because his word is alive and active and it will change your life if you will make time for it. The next five minutes, worship him like you've never worshiped him before. Some of y'all, listen, It's okay to raise your hands, I promise you, okay? It's okay. If you wanna do it here, that's fine. Do it in the privacy of your home. Just worship him. Give him everything that he's worthy of. He's the only one that's worthy of our praise. And after you've worshiped him, spend the next five minutes just thanking him in prayer. And if you will do just those three things right there, I promise you, you're well on your way to seeing more in your life, amen? I'm gonna ask the prayer team to come forward at this time. And I wanna ask you, church, listen, if you're in here this morning and you know you're not walking in the fullness of the Lord, you're not walking in the fullness of everything that he has for you, You know you've been holding back. If you're ready to go all in, if you're ready to see him increase your capacity, will you come up front and let us pray with you? Let us, listen, it's funny. The Bible says, confess your sins to the Lord and he's faithful and just. He'll forgive you all your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness, amen. But in James, it says this, confess your sins not to God, but confess your sins one to another so that you can be healed. That's why we're so passionate about small groups right here. Y'all, I can't wait. Get ready. It's, small groups, gonna, it's gonna be awesome. We need, but we need those groups. We need our prayer team. We need people that we can go to and just say, I'm I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time saying yes to the Lord. Come with the Lord this morning. Let's, let us pray with you, okay? Let's go. Without me screaming at you and, I mean, let's go with all that passion. God's called us to make a difference in this community. Amen? Let's do it. Father, I thank you this morning. I thank you for all that you've done. All that you are, all that you're going to do, Lord, I thank you for it. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for every person in this house. And I'm asking you, Father, to just do a miracle in our lives. Let us walk in the fullness that you have for us, I pray.